Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. I'm your host, Zach King. I got Professor Dreg with me here today. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. You know, it's hard to believe that we are in week three doing this. And it's a Monday to Friday show, so you get to hear us ramble on about all kinds of topics. Sometimes it starts off a little bit more formalized, but then we like to really get into a discussion around a lot of the different topics surrounding conservatism and progressivism. I think now we're starting to dive into some Christian values here and there, right? But I think they're all reasonable because they're all tied together. And speaking of that, uh, something that we were talking about shortly before the start of this podcast was just this advent of the Christian left, which is not something that I'm too familiar with. But you're telling me that, what is it, Pete Buttigieg? I don't know how to say his name. Is somebody who's a contender for that. Can you tell me a little bit more about him? And then as I look into this a little bit more, I'd like to ask you about your thoughts on it and your, it's like, so it's apparently it's distinctive from liberal Christianity, right? And uh, I I just want to see what this is all about. No, 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 no. I guess liberal Christianity is progressive left the progressive left. Um, but the reason why I'm asking about that today, or I want to get into that is because another um, presidential candidate is claiming to be the, you know, Christian left. Right. It's, it's becoming a thing where two presidential candidates are, you know, saying they're the Christian left and Jesus was a socialist and things like that. And, the mayor is actually openly gay and a Christian. Who is that this in- person who's openly gay and a Christian? I believe that the Pettigrew or whatever. Uh, that's, that's that's Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> uh, but uh, you mean Pete Buttigieg? Buttigieg? Yeah, Pete. Yeah, Buttigieg. I think he's openly gay. Really? I'm actually not too familiar with him. He said that <clears throat> the devoted Christian who uh, speaks out against the dominance of the religious right in the public square, and um, I guess yeah. I don't really know much about him. He's from Indiana, right? Or is it Illinois? Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm, I don't want to call him a you know, gay dude if he's not gay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know about him being gay. Uh, that would probably make him honestly lose favor amongst a lot of Bible believing Christians, just because I'm just going to call it for what it is. Uh, the well, Bible he is doesn't... a lieutenant in the uh, Navy. Okay. He's a lieutenant in the Navy. And the other dude was a Marine. So he's a Marine as well, like the other guy running for uh, office. Pete gig is gay let me just type that out is gay well so what are some of the things that he stands for as far as what i'm what i can tell it looks like obviously advocacy for immigrants immigration which i don't think people on the right like we are are against like i'm not against immigrants i think that unfortunately the lines are a little bit more um specific than that you know just because you're on the right doesn't mean you're against immigration okay yeah he's gay so so Pete, yeah, he's gay. He's he's an officer in the Navy, so that's a pretty big deal. And uh, so, and the reason why that's a big deal is because you know, he's been in the Navy when it was you know banned to be gay in the Navy. So he pretty much kept it to himself. And this is what I'm 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 I've always believed this because of my background and the people I work with. Nobody cares. If you're gay or not, literally nobody cares. That's why I'm against this whole thing that gay needs their protected class because on the streets, you know, like ice T said, we said that yesterday, you want to be straight, you know, you want to be, uh, you want to be less, she want to be less. He want to be straight I, or he want to be gay. So I'm straight, whatever he says, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. He was a Naval officer and no, I mean, although he's only a Lieutenant, 
But I doubt him being gay stopped him from moving up the ranks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that with uh, Mr. Butigeg, and I'm going to probably be butchering his name. I'm not really sure how you actually pronounce it. I think people in the comments who are listening to this are probably going to be like, hey, you said his name wrong. How do you pronounce Butigeg? Butigeg. Just, just, I mean, we're doing our best. All right. Pete Butigeg, Butigeg. I'm just going to just no, no, say Butigeg. Beauty gag, yeah, okay, whatever. People who are going to be very pedantic in my pronunciation, well, you guys can just correct me later on this. But here's the thing. Do you think that him being a Democratic candidate for president, it was the only way he would be able to really uh, champion same-sex marriage, oppose um, people who are obviously against that aspect? Because I think if you ran as a Republican you probably would not win as many votes. You, you just won't. You won't get as much conservative votes because still to this day, a lot of people who vote right um, are Bible-believing Christians. And when I say Bible-believing, I mean they mean like homosexuality is a sin. And a lot of people, I'm just going to speak for them a little bit here, would consider that heresy. You know, it's like you call yourself uh, a Christian, but you're... Yeah, but then, at, you, know, you know, but at the same time, porn is a sin. Yeah. Well, what I'm trying to say is that I don't deny the fact that his faith is real. I'm not saying that, but he's a real believer. He's not, that's not up. Yeah, to I honestly that. believe these guys really, cause you know, I, I think that, I think that, I, I think that using the language of faith to confront people who are on the religious right um, is a way of being able to garner a little bit more attention to, to what he's doing. And here's the thing. I'm not putting the guy down at all. I just, I want to understand a little bit more as to what he believes in. And I'll be honest, he's one of the few democratic presidential candidates that I don't know very much about. So what is this whole Christian left? Because before I had, I formulate any opinions or conclusions on it, I need to know more about it. They think that Jesus is a socialist. Like what's the, what's the angle here? Because as far as I'm concerned, there is a belief in Jesus Christ, a belief in the Bible, right? That I should, that I feel like should be separate from politics because I don't think your political party affiliation um, is, you know, is determined by your faith in Christ. It really isn't, you know, as a matter of fact, I think it's separate because God's agenda is going to be different from the advances of your political party. So that's, that's here. That's where I'm, I'm here to say about that. What do you know about this whole Christian left? Okay, so the only reason why it's I'm bringing it up is because now there's another presidential candidate. There's two. There's you know Mr. Pete, okay, uh, Pete B. We'll just call him Mr. Pete, Pete B. B. Since yeah, yeah. So people don't get all mad. Yeah, so uh, the the counselor told me just use their first name. <laughs> so that that sounds smart. So and then Mr. Seth M. Moulton, I believe is his last name, Moulton. Uh, but Seth Moulton is a representative out of Massachusetts, oh, okay. you know, congressperson, and uh, he was the one that wanted to boot Nancy Pelosi from uh, from, from her the, from being the the Speaker of the House. Yeah, he was the one that actually started that whole movement. And uh, but anyway, so he's con he's considered like the Christian left, and uh, I have no idea about. Christian. I mean, I have some ideas, you know, like, but really uh, basic rudimentary type of knowledge of Christianity, you know, because, you know, the only thing I know is, you know, he was angry at the money changers or something like that, you know, and then his idea on divorce and uh, things like that. That's why, you know, I was saying you got to be careful about, like, in my opinion, if I was a hardcore Christian, being gay wouldn't bother me. It just wouldn't because, you know, the Bible says sodomy is bad. You know, not, it doesn't say being gay is bad. It just says sodomy. Is no, bad. it does say homosexuality is a sin. I'm going to go ahead and stop you there and say that it's, it's not okay in the Bible. And that's the problem is I think people uh, regard people who are Christians, like religious zealots, like, Hey, you know, you say that you say that you don't agree with my lifestyle. And I think that the disconnect here is, um, between the sinner and the sin and that people still need to be shown understanding and grace and all of that. Even if they are, if it's with a lifestyle or a sexual orientation that disagrees 
with your mm-hmm. faith, right? So that's that's the distinction I want to draw because I don't want to no, I don't want to paint a false picture that being gay is okay in the Bible. It's not. It, it's not right. But it it, it yeah. doesn't mean that I am going to treat somebody like that any differently. I mean, that's already pretty yeah, well and exactly. clear intended. So, you know. So, but here's the thing. I still have to see where it specifically says, because I know somebody told me, because we get into these debates like a lot, not with you, but with uh, just other people. Because I was, you know, I was, I've always been curious, like, why is this against the Bible? And uh, so I understand it like on a medical issue, because sodomy is where I would say a good chunk, uh, if not, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe 95% of all STDs comes from sodomy. And it doesn't matter what type of STD. Well, why don't you go into that a little bit more, a little deeper, so people aren't just like, what are you saying? You no, know, but like, it's true. It, it, it's okay. So, so from your medical experience, and then we'll tie it back to the Christian. Well, it, it's not so much experience. It's just knowledge because I haven't really worked with people with STDs. Um, so the, the the main thing is this. Because uh, I know, like that one story, the genital warts. <laughs> yeah, you spoke about that in a previous. And that's episode. an STD, and uh, but 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 there's a whole lot more, like uh, and and that was the one that predict. I mean, I don't want to take credit, but everybody thought it was crazy when I was telling everybody that HPV, like men, need to be tested for HPV as well, only because. Um, you know, it's just no way. Because in the beginning, the belief was HPV could only, uh, it only happens to women. Uh, you know, it only affects women. I was like, no, that, that can't be real. I said, there there will be, uh, you know, men with oral, you know, HPV. And I and I knew it. You know, Michael why? Douglas, Michael Douglas is an example of that. Really? Well, I wasn't see the dude from Kiss. Also, no, Aerosmith had throat cancer. Oh, Steven Tyler? No, I don't know who. I forgot the one. It could have been a guy from Kiss or, or Aerosmith. I wasn't really paying attention. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're all rock stars. They're all the same yeah. in my head. No, but, you know, but the thing is, because I remember there was a dude that had gonorrhea in his eyes. Okay. And, uh, and it was because of oral sex. And uh, so, you know, I don't have a lot of experiences with like patients that were like that, you know, as far as like a lot of STDs, but, you know, just from what I did see, uh, there's no way HPV could be isolated. And the reason why I say that is because the, I know, and a lot of people will say, no, it's not sterile. It's not sterile. But here's the thing, the, both the penis and the vagina are both sterile mm-hmm. and, 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 and there's literally no bacteria in there. And, and here's my, my rationale. Or well, evidence. give people who are listening here, because before they tune up, tell them a little bit about your background in the medical field and why you came to these conclusions and then continue. Yeah, okay. So, because I'm a nurse, uh, and I've been a nurse for a long, 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 long time, but I'm not practicing anymore. So anyway, so in nursing, we do catheterization. That's when you put a tube down, you know, Sure. Uh, to help people urinate. Right, it's right. A sterile technique. And the reason why it's a sterile technique is because there's no bacteria. We cannot introduce bacteria into, you know, the urethra because it's sterile. And you have to, you know, sterilize the penis or, or the outside. And, and, uh, and, and the same thing with the vagina. You have to sterilize the, the external skin, the outside, and keep all the bacteria from entering inside. Right. And, the catheterization um, kit is all sterile. So you have to maintain a sterile field just like you would in surgery. And uh, so anyway, and there's a reason for that because both the vagina and penis are sterile. Mm -hmm. So therefore, sodomy, which is both oral and anal uh, sex, is dirty. I don't care what anybody says. There's bacteria in your mouth and in your butt. It's just natural. Oh, yeah. Your mouth, I know about that. I mean, we think about gum disease. Your butt, too. It's even dirtier than your mouth. Oh, I mean, it's probably equally dirty because some people's mouths are gross. But (laughs) (laughs) But keep talking about that, and it will tie it back to the whole Christian left sexuality perspective. Well, my point is this, and that's why I don't really believe 
like, I mean, but then I don't know the Bible like you do. I just, just from, because it, it says something about sodomy's bad. You know what I mean? And sodomy means oral and anal sex. So straight people do sodomy all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, so to pick on just, just because, I mean, I know it's grosser <laughs> with men, but no, but it's the truth. To me, it's just gross. Like, I can watch two chicks, but it's hard to watch two dudes. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. But anyway, it's kind of like watching a fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to watch fights, but I can kind of watch two women fight. It's like, hmm, not bad. <laughs> but it's like, uh, but because I know they're not hurting each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Well, well you know, <laughs> no, because, like, when two chicks fight, it's you know like i was shocked when ronda rousey said her teeth got knocked out by uh holly holmes yeah or you know because i'm thinking man she must have some real power but you know like but it's just like everybody knows like there's a big difference in strength from women and men you know what i mean like the world's strongest woman yeah is like about a quarter of my strength in my heyday like a quarter of my <laughs> okay, strength. man <laughs> i'm not kidding you the world's strongest woman is not that strong You'd be shocked though. Dude, I knew this kid. Here come the feminists. They're all gonna get mad at you. No, but, no, but gonna, it's yeah. but it's a reality. Even the most progressive men, like Joe Rogan, will say the same things. These transgender men yeah. fighting as women should be banned. Because yeah. look, men ha- we have denser bones. Dude, like I could, you know, like I take some hits, you know, with the real stuff, you you know, and, and yeah, yeah. You know, with, with taco sticks, I was hit with the brick. You know what I mean? Like somebody hit me with those nunchucks, you know, just full swing right, right across my jaw, didn't go down, you know? And, and, uh, and that's when everybody knew, it was like, fuck, this dude got to jaw. He could take some hits because, yeah, yeah. you know, when you can get hit like that and not go down, women will go down. Right. I, I like, well, hit. Mike Tyson, right? He was hitting the head far too many times. and <laughs> Well, yeah, getting hit is not good. Yeah. But that said, um, uh, yeah, look, women, it, look, it's something about women don't have the power as men. And that's the truth. I mean, I'm against, you know, a lot of things that I, I just don't believe women should be put in the same situations like a man. Like, I don't believe female officers should try to take down a 300 pound crazy, crazy dude, you know, fighting for his life because they won't be able to contain him unless she has a lot of bullets. And that's not right. You know, but anyway, that's near the end of that. Yeah, like go back to the whole um, oral sodomy and all that because well, this no, is well, where no, no. people are, or it's sterile, right? So this is where people are divided because well, they're just okay, like. Okay, so your vagina and penis are both sterile. Okay. And that's why the theory is, and that's not even theory, it's a medical fact. The medical fact is this if you want to avoid STDs, and I mean any type of STDs, including yeast infections, because a yeast infection is an STD. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, the female can give it to the guy. The guy will carry it. He'll give it back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And I've never, I mean, vaginas just don't magically produce bacteria. It's not what it does. And that's a medical fact. That's a physiological fact. Right. But somehow, some way, bacteria gets introduced to, you know, in the vagina, whatever, you know, and, uh, and then bacteria is produced. But the vagina itself doesn't produce bacteria. That that is a myth, and uh, I would challenge any any doctor on this fact because it just doesn't happen. We just don't spontaneously. It's not our intestine. So the reason why people get STDs, right? Because people are always like, "Well, that's because it's unprotected sex, and you have m- multiple partners, well, sexual but partners." It be- but it's because your mouth carries bacteria, your butt carries bacteria, and then it's just. Well, the thing is, people have dirty hands, too. So, like, men don't wash their hands before they take a leak. They don't. They got all that crap. They could have MRSA. Like, if you write BART, you know, the Barrier Rapid Transit or Muni, mm-hmm. there's a good chance you're going to have carry some bacteria that has MRSA or VRE, uh, which is vacuomycin-resistant enterococci. Uh, Wait, so, you, yeah, that's, that's, this is all good information because I, you're right. It's people, people don't think about this stuff. No, but, but think about your, your sexual organs are sterile and you should wash your hands before and after yeah. you use the bathroom. Well, I don't need to wash it after because my shit's sterile. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I got pee in my hands, my pee is sterile. 
It ain't dirty. It's sterile. Urine is sterile. You can actually drink your urine. I know you don't. You, you shouldn't, but no, no, no. But people in survival situations have had to do that. We don't have to go down that road. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But no, but, but you're. But what comes out of your butt is toxic. It's actually yeah. So toxic. after you take a dump, you wash your hands. Good, but people don't. But here's my point. You're touching. You're you're riding Bart. You you know you're touching this handrail, that handrail. Somebody sneezes. So all of those germs and bacteria. Like for the same reason why you don't touch your face, like your eyes and stuff like that, yeah. you don't touch your penis. But people, they, they don't care. They're like, you know, I'm gonna, I gotta go to the bathroom real bad and whip it out and with that dirty hand just touching their junk. And then therefore, now they're contaminating their penis. So, so it, it may be, so what, what starts, were the sources for a lot of the common STIs. I think I'm going to retitle this episode. We're not even talking about the truth. <laughs> We're talking about the truth about STIs here. I don't say STDs because I, I don't know how you say it. What's what's scientifically acceptable? Do people still say STDs? Oh, dude, I have no idea. I just right, well, I'll just say STD because it's still yeah. the most common way people refer to it. So things like you were talking about gonorrhea earlier. The guy had it in his eyes. You were also mentioning other STDs in our previous discussions about this. So how do they get introduced? Is it just due to uncleanliness? And then it just gets passed on? Okay, so the guy that had it in his eyes, he was telling me, like, he was being forced upside down. Like, I don't even know how he did it. We don't have to get too graphic here. This is a show. But But yeah, he said he was upside down, and then they were, like, choking him with their penises or something like that. All right, enough. Yeah, that's... And then the the through the ducts through the eyes, it oh, was shooting out of his eyes. I was like, "What?" That is. Horrible. And then they go, "That is no, horrible." But, yeah, but that dude, that's why you don't want to work in the county <laughs> because when you work at the county hospital, you see all kinds of crazy stuff, man. It's like so, uh, but the, but so that's the thing. Like, let, let's focus on that a little bit. Is the advent of um you know stds right and and you were what blows your mind is like you were like dude the bible is right because in leviticus Genesis, i trip out is like how did moses know because god told him that yeah i know but but from a scientific point of view how would these guys even trust it without a microscope because you really need a microscope to see and understand hey this is bad you know what i mean because it feels good you know what I mean? Like if some chick is going down on you, you can't smell her breath <laughs> you know, because she's on her knees and you're watching her like, yeah, what's up with that? So you know what I mean? Like you can't smell it. So how did they know? How did they know it was wrong or unhealthy? And that was, that always blows me away. And that kind of makes well, me. Well, that's how it's phrased. It's like, if you could, if you do this, you will surely die. Not because it's sinful, but also because physically you can die from this type of stuff. From these infections yeah i know are you kidding me like like the native americans all died of syphilis because they weren't hey man i was like the first time or was it the other way around the white dudes were dying from syphilis because i forgot but either the native american indians or the spaniards were dying of syphilis because they got it from this begs another interesting thing that's not necessarily sexual but like should just should people just like not kiss each other then well, well okay <laughs> well, <laughs> no but then it gets okay so syphilis is okay but you know syphilis is actually from the butt so the the root bacteria in um in syphilis actually comes from your intestines and uh, what's the name of the bacteria so people can reference this oh shit i'd have to look it up but I, okay well just keep going while you're no no, no hold on yeah because there's something called that nhib nhib i believe uh, this is, see this is the type of sex education that people need to be getting yeah i think it's the ni oh it's called the ncbi and it's contained in your intestines yep that's the one ncbi yeah if you just look up the ncbi and just look up syphilis you know, like studies done on syphilis and it'll break it down. Uh, cause that's like a gov- I mean, I know, I know cause this is like, I'm anti-government, but it's a government, uh, it's a government resource. So pretty much, you know, all the scientists and doctors are funded through the government these days, because it's not like you get a lot of private grants to do stuff. So mm-hmm. 
But anyway, so if you just go look up the uh, NCBI and syphilis studies, you'll see that it comes from a bacteria uh, from your intestines. And, and like many bacteria and STDs, it just comes from your intestines. And so, like, like, so for example, when we tie this to like the whole um, advent of AIDS in the 80s and HIV, what was that coming from? And why was it just predominantly from gay men? No, well, okay. So the reason why, okay, so, okay, so basically, it was from the blood, right? Okay. Everybody knows it, it's you got to have some kind of blood. So why were gay guys getting it? Because there should be no blood in your when you have an anal sex. But the thing is like this, because the butt isn't made for stuff like that, you rip the skin. And then every opening has a mucal plug. Yeah, I don't know if you're like a um a mucus plug. It's it's um anyway, so every like when you break the mucosa, it bleeds real easily. And right. because the 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 opening is small, you know, you're gonna rupture it real easy. And then so it's easy to get blood transferred through there through a mucal plug opening. And uh and then the flip side, well, the vagina has one. It's like, yeah, but it is so big. You'd re in order to rip that, you'd have to get like a big ass, you know, three baseball bats to go in there and, and break that thing. You know, like you got to be the size of a baby to 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 break that mucal plug. Sure, sure. But so the the anal opening is obviously very easy to perforate. Yeah, and easy to and damage. also like the in your gums, you have uh, like a. It's easy to go through your gut, like anywhere where you can have easy circulation to the, you know, your circulatory system. Right. Oh, and that's why, you know, because your gums, you know, people don't take care of the teeth <laughs> and bleeding gums, but it's harder to get it through your gums. Uh, but what about, so is that also how, um, what we were talking about when it comes to HIV and blood infections, but uh, is but that's why it's prevalent in gay men because you're going to rip the mucal plug opening in, in the butt. It's just how it goes. It's just, it's just, you know, penises are way too big for the butts. It's just how it goes, you know? And because people were, you know, if you look at like black men too, like there was a point in the prisons where almost everybody had AIDS in the prisons mm -hmm. it was because you know black dudes were just giving it to one another it's just how it goes because you know rape is real prevalent and then but you know i hate to say this but thank god hiv came out because it stopped people like rape is not so prevalent anymore <laughs> because you know everybody is kind of like freaking out and afraid and you know and, and i don't know it's kind of like a weird thing talking about prison culture but it happens, you know, it's I just, believe it. yeah. and, uh, why does it happen? You know, it's mostly for psychological purposes mm -hmm. not because, you know, they're really gay, but it's just like a male, male dominance thing. It's, it's, they're turning to animals. That's why I'm against prison. I'm against prison because the whole, the whole system is just, it's cruel and unusual. It's like, you're really turning a person who's locked up into an animal. And, and that has real consequences on a society. Because think about it. When these men get out, uh, you know, they all have HIV. And then the women get HIV. And, and nobody wants to talk about things like this because, you know, there, there's this commercial, you know, because you know, there's something called Truvada, which is uh, some kind of pill you can take to help prevent get HIV. A certain type, not all of them. Cause there's a whole bunch of HIVs, uh, just like hepatitis. There's a whole gang of hepatitises. And the same thing with HIV. So anyway, so this prep, you know, Truvada for prep, it really, the whole commercial is nothing but black people. <laughs> the trans guy is black. The gay dude is black. The woman is black. Like, cause you know, women mm -hmm. are really susceptible to getting HIV. Because, you know, men carry it. They have sex with their wife or girlfriend. And boom, the woman got it. Mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't have to have anal sex. But 
on the flip side, if a woman has HIV and a guy screws her, there's a good chance he's not going to get it. A very good chance, even without protection. Because, you know, the woman's not shooting something out that's going to be, you know, shooting straight inside the penis. It just doesn't work like that. Right. Uh, uh, so, you know, and she's not going to be, unless she's on her period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it's just how it works. Uh, so it's really unfair for women how they can get diseases where men, you know, are the like carriers and they can just distribute any disease they want when they shoot uh, their material out um, as with such force, you know, because you got to look at the speed it comes out at too. It, it's it's amazing. So women don't have that ability. So you know, there's a really good chance that that happened and when i was nursing there was zero cases of a woman ever giving a man hiv through vaginal sex when she wasn't on her period or was sterilization right no 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 she was care because like i said it's you know it's it's just how women you know have sex it's not like you know and at that time like i don't really know what the stats are now but in in the old days, there was zero cases of a woman giving man sex through vaginal, um, through vaginal intercourse, and but then again, it's kind of like the same thing with with HPV. You know, like I knew people were going to get it in their throats, and that everybody should be tested. Yeah. But, okay. And, you know, so I'm pretty sure like there's some like some woman had to give it to a man through vaginal sex. We, they just don't know. Right, right. So, and, and that's why I don't want to yeah. advocate for that. No, I, I see it. And I think that actually outlines it pretty clearly for a lot of the listeners here. And I think that that actually ties it very nicely back into our initial discussion about the Christian left. Now that I've kind of had a chance to take a look at what Mr. Pete B. Uh, poises, right? So, you know, he's a gay man, a gay, you know, veteran mayor type guy. And I think that where where he comes from is that whole, you know, it's it's Christianity as a believer, but he's coming from a place where it's like, okay, so the social, the social issues here are more based in like leftist ideology. So social justice, it's, it's definitely not conservatism as we know it right now, granted he's running as a Democrat, but that's the thing is that a lot of the articles that have been published about Mr. Pete B has been pushing the discussion around homosexuality and marriage around morality and the Bible. And I think that that's the difference here is that because there are people who are coming forward and talking about Christianity and the guy's articulate, right? He's articulate, he's charismatic and people are actually finding that they are resonating with that and almost setting aside the, the fact that he's a gay person. Now, and that's the thing. I don't think that serious Christians, right, are going to put him down because he's a gay man. But I think that there's a little bit of issue here. Like there's a, there's a split. There's like lukewarm Christians and then there's Bible believing. Well, but then again, remember the 12 steps, he could admit his faults. You know what I mean? So he's, acknowledging that he has a weakness or a fault and i don't know i, I which is what what did he say hey that's his weakness? fault yeah he's admitting that he's gay and he doesn't like that people are focusing that he's gay and you know he admits to being a christian and he knows that certain things are wrong but he can't help it so he's a, that's a and I, we were talking about that yesterday with the 12 steps the first like so this guy uh, Peter B, he is humbling himself. He's going through the steps, but not serious about the steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm telling you now that this is like the whole thing about the whole Christian left. Because remember, there's also Seth Moulton, who's also a, a, a left wing Christian and believes in socialism and things like that. And he's anti Trump. Uh, because, you know, Trump. I mean, because here's the thing. I'm not a, I'm not a Christian. I can't really, like, I don't, man, I wish I knew the Bible, but my gut is telling me that sin is sin. It doesn't matter because, you know, yeah. I think you're the one that's, that told me that right. the first dude in heaven was a thief. <laughs> you know what I mean? So is robbing from people worse than being gay or something like that? You know what I mean? So that's the thing. It's like, if all you have to do to get into heaven is say that you're a Christian, 
you know, you could be gay your entire life and all of a sudden go, hey, look, you know, I, I know it was wrong. You're the king of kings. A gay guy could have been on that cross and Jesus would have said, hey, you're in because you know whatever. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot more that goes on to it when it comes to Bible-believing so-called saved Christians, which is you're transformed because of, you know, Jesus's sacrifice, right? And that, that's, the, that's the bottom line here is that I think that there is a split even within the Christian community of just proclaiming that Jesus is Lord. And we don't have to get overly uh, evangelical here, but th- this is the difference that I'm pointing out. There's, this sh- there's a difference here between people who are like, Christian in label only, Christian in name only. It's like I can continue living my life unchanged, right? And in truly being changed because you've surrendered to Jesus. So like we talked about the 12 steps yesterday. Um, Part of that transformation, whereas you stop being who you used to be, is part of that. And, And I think that you're right. You can justify it by saying, well, I, be- I believe that Jesus is God and, you know, I can continue murdering and pillaging and raping. And you know what I mean? Like, or do I- his best to stop. See, right. and that's the thing, because that's how this. That's the difference. And, the- and actually, no one, no person can really say that that's between you and God. That's why when people say, hey, only me and God. Yeah, that's true. I can't say anything. That's why I'm not here trying to condemn any of these people. Right. I mean, I can condemn their outward behavior and not agree with it. but. I don't know his heart. I don't know what's going on. Well, but I see, but I do know his heart. <laughs> uh, well, what do you mean by that? No one knows. No, 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 that. no seriously. And cause I know, see, but this is the difference from somebody from the streets and somebody not from the streets. I can see people and I know their heart. Why? Because it's a matter of survival. If I don't know what's inside your heart, then you might as well kill me now. Because. Well, what makes you say yeah. that about either Seth Moulton or Pete B? Because they're progressive. And if you're progressive, you are automatically anti-black. You hate black people. It's just how you are. You are built to hate blacks. Every policy you're going to do is to hate blacks. And then you're going to hate the Chinese because that's what progressives do. They were founded on the principles of hating blacks and hating Chinese. Those mm-hmm. two groups in particular. So I already know that I know their heart. And I can challenge any one of them and debate them and win any debate because everything they say and do will be anti-black and anti-Chinese. you know, Chinese. And, and, and even though the Chinese are at the top of the spectrum, but again, there's a limit to the success of Chinese people in this country. It's mm-hmm. just how it works. So and I know what's inside his heart. So, so what? Anti-family, he wants, he like, here's, here's one of his big issues. Okay. Without even knowing anything about his policies, the one of the biggest things he wants is single moms to be empowered. Ah. Destroying the myth that, oh, I don't know if it's a myth, but uh, destroying the myth that, that uh, we don't need a father in the home. I guarantee you that that is the bedrock of his, uh, of his policies. And then Seth Moulton just straight out says, I back the green new deal. He loves the green new deal. So that's just racist in itself. You know, environmental policies are racist. Uh, and people will, how is that? How is that? Because the only people who could honestly succeed with these environmental policies are the big corporations who are ran by, by no coincidence, that's sarcasm. <laughs> but because uh, people don't really know co- uh, sarcasm over the radio. But anyway, trust me, it's done purposefully. Right. These white corporations with all the power in the world are the only ones who could honestly thrive with these types of deals. That's how it works. GE Mm-hmm. is a company that's been around for a very long time and they're still around. Why? Because policies have been written around to destroy everybody for them. All of these environmental policies, come on. If you want to open up a bakery like Peter Yang, see Peter Yang keeps talking about the bakery. Andrew Yang. Yeah, why am I saying Peter Yang? Yeah, Andrew Yang is the Mr. Baker guy. Yeah, with his UBI money. Yeah, I'm gonna. You're gonna open up a bakery? No, you can't because environmental regulations won't allow a black person to open it up. 
Why? Because they can't afford it. The fines from the yeast from breaking, uh, uh, baking bread will be too high in California where the California Air Resources Board is going to fine you out of existence. So you- here, yeah, and here's an interesting thing I want to add to that because this is something that I don't think is a conspiracy, but I need to chime in about environmental policies, right? Um, they may start mandating, right? If you can only power your homes with solar power, that you stick to that energy resource because of the claim that the earth is going to end in 12 years, 20 years, whatever. And here's the thing. They may only mandate that in certain districts for certain people to have that. Cause here's the thing I've walked through a lot of gated communities, white neighborhoods. The only people that got solar panels on their roof. Yeah. Are white. You. you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I don't see salesmen who are selling solar going to like black neighborhoods and be like, Hey, put solar on. It'll save you if you want to like, and that's the pitch. The pitch is it's supposed to save you money over time. It's an expensive installation, which most families can't afford. So it's like, you're screwed either way. Say they outlaw. Okay. You can't burn coal now. So now you can't pay your electric bill or whatever, because you don't have that subsidy or you don't have that alternative energy resource. See, And here's the thing that people don't realize solar energy is not that great and it's not that environmentally friendly. That's 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 the pitch of of people on the right is that wind energy, solar energy, they're intermittent. They can't be stored. They cost a ton of money to install and just the installation process of fabricating the generators is actually environmentally taxing in itself. No, check this out. Everybody knows this. This is not a secret. Um all those big giant solar farms Mm-hmm. What has happened to the environment there because of those solar farms? The ground is literally destroyed. You can't grow plants out of there. Why? Because the sun makes the dirt fertile. When you're walking around, guess what happens? You get vitamin D and other nutrients from the rays, from the radiation of the sun actually right. has nutrients for you. Yeah, if, yeah. When a newborn baby, you know, has jaundice, guess what? They put them under some kind of solar lamp, or yeah. you could take the baby out in the sun <laughs> and walk the baby around. Just, you know, yeah, cradle it. Just walk down the street a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Or in in the car, you know, with the with the window yeah. for a little bit of protection. You know, just put the baby in a diaper and just drive that baby around for an hour. In a week, jaundice is gone. Why? Because the sun. The sun literally healed your baby. So it's the same thing with the dirt. The trees need the sun. But if the panels are taking up all the sun, you know, unnaturally, what happens to all the plant life? What happens to the rain production? Because, I, you know, because think about this. And this is also like an amazing thing because it was in the Bible. <laughs> I want to hear this from you. No, 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 because it was how rain was made. You know, like something like, you know, like according to the Bible in the beginning, like just the stuff came up from the ground. But that's basically what happens when the heat generates all this stuff. And then, you know, it cools and this mist comes up. But guess what? Solar panel stops that process from happening as described in Genesis. That's what solar panels do. It'll suck it all up. The ground is no longer has that stuff that helps create rain or or not even rain it's the mist you know like right uh, well yeah precipitation happens with evaporation right evaporation from the soil from the ground from yeah but if the if the ground isn't dried from the sun there's going to be no evaporation there just won't be so solar panels actually are unnatural of don't. course they are. Come on. Where is there a natural solar panel growing out of the earth? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess those uh, uh, fireflies or glow-in-the-dark plants. But that's about it. That, that's, that's natural right there. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. Look, look solar panels, it stops. I mean, it really does. If, if, um, the the data is out there. Just look up in the deserts in California with all the solar. Like, I, I believe it's down 20%. The rainfall where those um, solar farms are at is down 20%. <laughs> That's a lot. That's, That's bad. And the plant lives are dying. There's no uh, wild. But what about, what about the, the rationale? Because I always like to present a counter argument. What about the rationale of people installing it on their homes? 
Yeah, same thing. But then here's the thing. People don't really grow fruits in their... But if they did have fruit trees and stuff like that, I bet you money there's some sort of uh, downside to that. You know, it, it's just... But You're but, not getting enough rain. <laughs> yeah, no, well, not just that, but they're not getting enough sun because those solar panels just greedily just absorb it. You know, it's just like it fights for the sun. Like, so it's, you know, it's not just sunlight; it's it's the radiation, yeah, the radiation proximity. Yeah, yeah. So you're right because sun, sun, sun rays is radiation. It's infrared. Yeah. It's infrared radiation. Well, it, there's a lot of different types of radiation too. It's yeah, not gamma just gamma rays, infrared, everything. So it, it's uh, nuclear. Uh, it's true. nuclear energy. That's basically what the sun is. It's a big nuclear power plant. It is. It is. It's a. It's a giant nuclear power plant, is what it is. Where, yeah, yeah fusion well, is going on. And here's the thing. I understand that it's infinite because people always say this. Oh, our resources are not infinite. It's like, oh yeah, they are. You know, but name any resource that we've had that we don't have anymore. There was a time we thought copper was gonna run. Oh, we're gonna run out of copper because we got copper wires everywhere, and it's we need copper for the telephone. Oh my God, we're gonna run out of copper. Guess what? We still got tons of copper. It was never gonna be out of copper. You know, we have an infinite source of resources. We just do. Wait, so we, explain that though. Like when people talk about, and when you say okay, because I, I, I mean, I, I always want to make sure you're explaining this to people who are skeptical and they're like oh no come on you're peddling everybody believes it like seriously everybody believes there is a finite source of oil finite source of water but that's not true we i mean jesus we just found about god this is like insane like 120,000 cubic miles of oil where just all over just like you know when they do like uh the the satellite images and stuff like that yeah. so they found it like throughout the earth they found untapped 120 uh 120,000 cubic miles of oil just like in, you know like yeah but, but what but you say it's infinite right that's just a lot it doesn't that that's finite though because what if one day it all runs out and i'm not saying i know the science on this i, know, I just want to know but because no, because my question to you is does our planet have an ability to replenish its resources yes, and it does and that's why it's not fossil fuel because everybody believes yeah, it doesn't burn that, that stuff doesn't it's burn not. it's like just like it's fresh. like people i throw the carbon dioxide argument to i'm like dude you're in in the atmosphere nitrogen is the predominant gas right and the thing that you should be concerned about isn't co2 it's methane methane is what burns carbon dioxide doesn't burn yeah because if that were the case then every time you blow out the candles on a birthday cake the whole thing would be in flames that's the funny thing you can just tell people it's like blow out candles if it burns then you have dragon breath <laughs> yeah no let me let me correct myself uh because I, I don't know why I was talking about oil, but I was talking about fresh water. You know, like, you know what fresh water is, right? And, and I actually know the environmental cycle of it because it, it sometimes starts off as ice caps, right, in the mountains. Yeah. And then it, it flows down into rivers and streams. And then it gets, it, through evaporation, it, gets, it becomes clouds and mist. And then it rains again and it starts over. That that's from what I was taught in environmental science, but yeah, well, see, but and, and that's the thing, and these guys don't even know because all that water was found underneath the ocean. So, like, if you were to dr drill, like, you know how they because what they were looking for oil, because you know, oil is underneath the ocean. You, you drill the earth, and then they found a gang of fresh water. Instead of finding oil, they found fresh water because you know. It's still debatable out of all of the you know liquid on the planet, what do we have more up? Fresh water or oil? Really? Yeah, nobody knows. But it's it's either first the most abundant type of liquid is obviously salt water. water. Salt water, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was somehow, some way differentiated in the bible i still don't know how they knew the difference but yeah yeah whatever because i'm still confused because i'm trying to associate i like seeing you trip out about it you're just like wait a minute yeah, no because it's crazy because you know what i mean because like 
everybody just assumes fresh water and and salt water are like the same thing. But no, 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 no. Yeah, they're they're not. They're totally different. And that distinguish that um, that distinguish was actually made in the Bible, which is amazing because how would they know? You know what I mean? Like they didn't have any microscopes or real scientists. It was just one dude telling a story. He was right about the difference between fresh, like rainwater and salt water. And he was right about sodomy. How did this one guy know all of these things? So I'm, so I'm re when he went up to the mountain and God talked to him for 40 days. Yeah, but man, this I'm telling you now, this is some crazy, crazy stuff I'm telling you because how did Moses know that there was all of these different types of human? You know, how did he know? How did Moses know? And I'm telling you, it's crazy. So, you know, anyway. But, uh, but I wanted to actually remark on something that you reminded me on about, you know, these so-called... Um, eco-friendly solutions to our energy that's why these democrats these progressives like to peddle it but we all know the hoover dam in 1924 was the most economically damp ecologically sorry ecologically damaging thing that you could have done yeah <laughs> dams if you if you look at what is it the three gorgeous one in china it's like a mile long or whatever i don't really yeah. know yeah, 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 yeah. hoover dam dams people think oh hydroelectric power and preservation no dams why do you think the water level has sunk so much lower and it doesn't rain there anymore? It's like, cause yeah. you're obstructing the law of nature. That's what you're yeah. See, and that's what people don't see. See, and that's exactly what solar panels are. It's just another dam, but we just don't know it. The way of trapping sunlight and radiation, but it actually degrades the environment around it. And dams yeah. do the same thing. People think, well, let's just put a big wall here to, you know, for hydroelectric power and dams actually screw up the ecosystem. I mean, call yeah. it what you will, but we're part of the ecosystem. It's like now your wildlife in that water doesn't work anymore. The, the, the water level drops. Look at Glen Canyon, right? In Arizona. It's just like, dude, you can literally see on the rocks where the water used to be. Like there's literally, it's been tattooed onto the rocks where it's like that part of the rock is red. That part is white. Like that is how different it looks. And, and it's amazing that nature actually shows you that. It's like, this is yeah. where you used to be. See, and this is where and you are now. Environmental policies, it's insane. It re and I always say it's based on, on race because they would never put a dam in an era that affects them. It's always going to affect people who are, you know, with the weakest voices. This is how it works. Yeah. So, you know... I don't know, but either way, I'm telling you now, I, I know what's inside these people's hearts. You know, that's how so, I, you, you go by their policies and I'll break it down. And, and any progressive policy is always going to be anti-black, anti-Chinese or anti-weak person. Whereas a conservative, they always look out for the, for the, for the little guy. And, 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 and that's my belief in what Christianity should be like. You know, like you're always looking out for the little dude and uh, and you let people be who they want to be. And, you know, if they turn, yeah, good for them. If they stay the same, then they burn. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Turn or burn. You know what I mean? So, well, Seth yeah. Moulton, to take it back real quick as we wrap this up in the next few minutes with Seth Moulton, um, you know, I, I still want to learn a little bit more about him. I know these are two Christian leftists and I, I'm interested in diving this a little bit further, but I think what we can safely say is that it's still at the end of the day, progressivism, right? And I think one thing yeah. I've learned from talking to you is that you got progressive Democrats and progressive Republicans. And that in itself is a departure from conservatism. So that's why it's so important to know your values, know your individual rights. And- well but here's the thing because like i always but like you know because i hate to say this but i'm an atheist and as a solid atheist my natural friend my natural uh you know partner would be the christians because it's the christian faith that actually helps and it's always been helpful to the streets like if you ever needed help like in LA, there's something called Homeboy Industries. And, you know, you get out of prison, you go to Homeboy Industries, and those priests, they're going to teach you how to get a job. They're going to, and it's free. It's away from the government. 
And that's the thing. So if these Christians are now saying that it's up to the government to provide the charity and all this other, it's never going to work. No, and, and it doesn't work. Historically, what has always worked is self-started nonprofit charities and the church. Because here's the thing. You can quote, right? Look at what Salvation Army has done for people. Just Dude, we're not talking about the government. The right, right. But that, that's what I'm saying. So these are these are rooted in that. Look at what the Salvation Army. I just has done learned that people. the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking, yeah. Goodwill. All these no, but all these Christian organizations that started in the church or started by Christian activists, right? It, this is what I'm saying. Like, remember what I told you about something yesterday? How Alcoholics Anonymous is almost like benign anarchy. Yeah, but all volunteer run, all anonymous, but truth to your values. Yeah. See, but that's my point. And I always tell everybody, anarchists, the punk rockers, the far right are your anarchists, not these racists running around. See, like when you really look at this Pete B and Seth Moulton, you look at their eyes, they look like a little racist. You look at them, look at their look at their Oh come on, I'm not gonna No 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 but if you look at these dudes, I'm telling you now, you know, like this is tongue in cheek, but you know, I, you know, but in every joke, there's a little grain of truth, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'm telling you that you look at them and I know right there, uh, these mothers, they're racist, you know, they're racist. They, they're, they're judging me already. Is they, it because they're white? Come on. You letting your no, prejudice no, kick in here. No, but see but I'm telling you now, if you yeah. ever, and, and you're Chinese, so you might be able to see this. If you ever walk into one of them, you know, well, I call them crazy, but them crazy churches, <laughs> dude, like, they're so happy to see you. Like, they got, like, like this little, like, Santa Claus type of, you know, twinkle in their eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm the biggest gift that ever walked into their little church or yeah. you know, gathering. How and it should it, be. But when you look at these other dudes... Like anybody who's progressive, they got that look like, yeah, I'm a racist. Like, you know, I'd be following Hitler if Hitler was around. But it's the truth. Like, you got to see it. I'm telling you. It might sound crazy. Oh, I believe it. I and, believe and, it. And, but I'm telling you now, like, you develop this instinct, like a survival instinct from the streets that it stays, like, it'll never leave you. And, uh, like, and that's how you see everybody, racist or non-racist. And, and for me, like, I can go anywhere. You know, like, I don't know why, but we went to this place in Tahoe. <laughs> and Tahoe's like, when I was there, it was all white. But then since we kind of need a little bit of help, I'm like, hey, let's go to these Christian places. <laughs> and we went to this Christian church <laughs> and just pretended to be, you know, like all holy rollers for a day. <laughs> and they helped us out, you know what I mean? But, but that's something like you learn on the streets too. Because like when, you, when I was homeless, homeless, like, really looking for food in the garbage cans they would mark the garbage cans with that little fish symbol mm -hmm. and, uh, you look for that and if you saw that thing you knew that those bins were actually clean and wrapped food because that's wow. what christians would do like they would just do it you don't know who left it there but you knew it was safe and uh, so it was just something we learned. You're not doing it for your own gratification. You're not doing it. Yeah, for dude, your we're own. looking for food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're hungry, you're hungry. And and the the thought back then was, you know, like places like Togo's or you know, uh, well, mostly Togo's or any sandwich shop. They'd have tons of bread, and uh, that they just toss out. That's dude. It's like totally good. And, uh, but anyway, so they toss out their excess foods and whatnot. So one of the things that we learned was that look for that fish symbol on the garbage cans mm -hmm. and, or like on the side of a building or the sidewalk. And you'll know that that food is good in the back. Cause like some Christian dude just left it out there wrapped and good. So it was always ingrained in my head from just being homeless. Like, dude, Christians are the ones that they don't care. Like they honestly don't care what you look like. They don't care anything about you other than it's just what they believe in. Dude, right. they, like, we never even have to thank them because we never saw them. You know what I mean? Like, you get there like two or three o'clock in the morning and then you just eat your food, man, and nobody cares. It's like a picnic back there. But that's why, that's why when it comes to feeding the poor, clothing, you know, people, and even take, I will say this, even taking care of illegal immigrants, I will go as far as saying that, it's all in the yeah. church, dude. Yeah, well, see, that's my point. That's why we have to get rid 
of all social services. Seriously, it's a burden on the church because the government ain't taking care of them. They're taking care of them by throwing money at them. But who's really taking care of these people? Well, see, but that's the thing. See, and that's why, like, I'm against. See, this is another why I can't be a Christian because the churches are the ones making money off these illegal immigrants. Because the church, from when I was growing up, ain't the church from today. Like, you know, because I was just. I agree. Around. But then but, they're not, no, but they're different. I know. Yeah. And I don't believe in that I'm either. It. It's corrupt as hell because, dude, like the whole system that we grew up on being homeless is gone today. Like you couldn't find safe food on the streets. Yeah. You just couldn't because ain't no one really doing it anymore. Like, no. They're, they're, but, the, but the thing is, I mean, that is not a good reflection of the Christianity that I believed in, right? It's just like, like look, look on TV and look at these televangelists. You really think that, you know, some of these guys who are uh, tax-free, taking in tides and flying around in $65 million jets. It's just like... Well, some of them are because like, cause like, cause like I try to... Because like, I really would like to write a book about growing up and, and how... Because the thing is, it's like as much as I, I don't know anything about Christianity, but I will give them credit for saving us <laughs> as a kid. You know what I mean? Because... It's really, but I heard that one dude in Houston, that guy that bought that stadium, that they say if you're homeless in Houston, that you're always going to find help. Like that's probably one of the last places on in the U.S. where where you could be homeless and no one's trying to turn you. And because you know, they're I forgot what they were called. Oh, Victory Outreach, dude. Those dudes were insane. Like they would like fight you. You know, if you, if you <laughs> if you didn't believe in their ways, dude, they kick your ass. <laughs> no, because Victory Outreach are a bunch of cholos, man, that just got out of prison, and then they found you know Jesus in prison, and they come out there, they're walking around, you know, with big giant crosses, you know, carrying it, and then you know you get a debate with them, and then uh, oh man, they just start trying to fight you, and you know, and oh man, it was funny. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, but those, all, all those dudes are gone. I, I don't even know what happened to those types of people. But anyway, uh, as much as I thought they were pricks, um, they didn't you know, save but, you as a young kid. No, well, they give you food. Like, you know what I mean? But you never take it from a guy from victory outreach because then, you know, oh Jesus, because nobody wants to be lectured. That's yeah. why you're, you know, part of the reason why you're homeless is because you just can't be lectured. You can't take people's rules and bs and uh so you know and that's why i said you got you got to break down homelessness in four four ways you know and one of those is just you're just a young kid who just you're just a stupid young kid and that's why you're homeless but anyway um but going back to this christianity stuff uh yeah man i'm telling you now with the immigration problem and christianity dude the catholic church and the baptist church in texas arizona new mexico dude they're getting hundreds of millions of dollars from the government and the Koch brothers were behind this too like they were advocating for this because why they're in on it too because all of those shelter homes were actually those are non-profit homes and you know as we all know look you could have a non-profit and those people at the top, they're making millions of dollars in salary. As what they say, and this was said in that unplanned Planned Parenthood movie, you know what the, in, it's a line, but it's true. Nonprofit is just a tax classification. That's yeah, it. Got it nothing is. to do with making money or not. Like, if you were like nonprofit, oh, you're a nonprofit organization. That just means <laughs> it's just, it's just a tax classification. It's nothing more. So that's yeah. just, no, no, it's true. But yeah. do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up and then we can continue this dialogue throughout the week because it's always good to split it up. Nah, shoot, man. Like, we just got started. <laughs> oh, man. No, because, uh, man, because we didn't touch, because I really wanted to talk about the, the, like, about these people, the Christian life and what they believe in, what the non-fathers in the home and just, like, just everything. Like, I'm telling, well, just my opinion. I believe that these people, who are saying that to the Christian left, this is their attempt at really making the United States into Nazi Germany because how were the Nazis successful? Because they replaced the Christianity cross with that little swastika symbol mm -hmm. because the government became God. 
And that's what these dudes are doing. You know, when you look at Pete, when you look at Seth, all of their policies makes the government God because it's the government's role to take care of everybody. And when that happens, no one's going to be taken care of. I guarantee you that, mm. you know, but so that's why we got to touch about this a little bit more like, you know, cause we, we know. Will. Yeah, but we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Let's talk more about this because it's all related. It's all. Yeah, no, because it's crazy. I'm telling you now this dude, but when you look at their eyes, just, just look at their, like he has this YouTube thing, Seth Moulton for America. Just oh, okay, look I'll at him. <laughs> just, and there's that little red YouTube. Just, you can tell this dude is somehow, some way, he, this dude's a racist dude. And I'm telling you now, that's how they did it in Germany. Study your history. Why did everybody go along with Hitler? Right. Because Hitler was saying all these great things, conserving the forests, you know, making the freeways, all, you know, socialized medicine, everyone's going to be taken care of. But guess what? Them dirty Jews, you know, and everyone's going to believe that. They're going to demonize somebody. Well, they already are demonizing people. And uh, since blacks are, you know, have already been destroyed and, you know, Asians there's like that little ceiling, the glass ceiling that you guys can never break through. I'm telling you, who else is going to, who else is left? Well, white people who don't agree with them. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's scary it's yeah. what these guys are doing. And, and we are watching it from the very beginning. We are. I, and, and we're going to talking about it. We're the only ones saying it probably. And, uh, you know, so we have to really, uh, give this some really, really serious thought and conversation and break things down and hopefully it'll spread because they have to be aware of what that Christian left, what really is it? So remember in Nazi Germany, it was socialism, like national socialist, socialist party, whatever. It's the same thing here. It's a mm -hmm. nationalist movement. Why? Because we are a Christian nation and that is our nationalism is through the church Christianity. And if they could socialize Christianity, like the way they did it in Germany, in Germany they would yeah. do it here. And that's what these dudes are doing. A gay dude and this Marine and a naval officer. Come on. The naval officer is the boss of the Marine. <laughs> yeah. I bet you money probably told him, hey, man, just join up. Just like old days, you know, because, you know, I don't know if people knew, but the Navy is actually part of the, uh, the Marines are part of the Navy. So I don't know if people knew that. Hmm. did you right. know that yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's just army air force and the navy the marines is just you know that's like you know they're like coast guards part of you know yeah yeah so exactly so you know what i mean so yeah, yeah we'll man. have to dive into this deeper in future episodes so for all you listeners out there we're just getting started we're gonna dive into it but just because of all your attention spans i don't want to make it too long for you but stay tuned for more episodes the rest of this week and thanks for joining us guys